earth is a gallery. We are the works of art, all in the same family, beating with one heart. Pride tears us apart. Be wise and let's connect. When lost becomes found, yeah, this is the bridge. Praise God, grace and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's your boy, Prophet Link. You already know what it is. We got the homie DJ Lost and Found, and we have the man behind the scenes. He lurks in the shadows and makes things happen. You might not realize it, but the guy that's making it happen behind the invasion tour and so much more is the man, the myth, the legend, Andre O'Neill. We have him live on the Missing Link podcast where we connect creators and fans. Mr. Andre O'Neill. What's good, brother? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Thank y'all for having me. I'm so excited to be here uh, today. Uh, is We've been trying to make this work for a long time so i'm right. so <laughs> i'm so excited thank y'all both for having me and i'm i'm ready for whatever questions y'all have man all right get right in yeah, we'll t- get yeah, right tell us about yeah. yourself man who are you what do you do and and just man go ahead just spill all the beans brother i don't think okay, folks well, really know yeah well i i've been in the music industry for a long time my mom um it was a famous gospel singer in Stockton, California. Just locally, she was one of the biggest gospel singer in Stockton way back when I was a little kid. And that's how I fell in love with music because of um, she just was like pack out places, theaters and by herself, sell out 3000 tickets. Just her and her group called the family. And I was a, I never forget the, the concert that changed my life. I was like five years old sitting on the front role and I didn't know my mom at the time was as popular as what she was but when she came out it was 2,500 people at this particular concert and when she came out they were screaming like she was Michael Jackson and (laughs) um, I just remember turning around like is they screaming for my mom and um, and that was the thing I said okay I need to get into the music I didn't know what music industry was I just knew I wanted to be like her you know, I want people to scream like that. So that's, right. that I was five. I'd never forget. It. I was five. My dad I was sitting next to my dad. And I just remember all these people screaming for my mom. So mm. that's initially how I got into it um, that way. Wow. Was, was your pops in the in the industry as well? No, no. My my dad was a fireman. Um, yeah, he was. A, he's a retired fireman. So he had nothing to do with music. But my mom uh was music and then um how i end up really getting into music was my sister later on in life um this is how i got into touring later on in life uh years later uh my sister became the first actress on tyler perry's i can do all bad by myself so her name is elaine uh o'neill on the dvd with tyler perry so Tyler Perry's first movie, my sister's on there. You see her on the cover, you flip it over. Or even if you go to YouTube or anything like that, and you type in Tyler Perry, Elaine O'Neill, uh, she'll pop right up and you'll see her on stage with uh, Tyler Perry. The DVD sold millions of uh, copies. And those so, are the plays or uh, yeah, that they converted to movies? Okay, okay, That's gotcha. the plays that they converted to music movies. So she was on the first ever play that was oh. converted to movies. It was in Walmart. <laughs> It was everywhere. So that's how I got on tour because I ended up being on uh, accident, her road manager. So I, I went on road. I went on the road to did a few shows with her. 
and um, and I was always hustling. So I, I'll tag along. I sell her merch, but then what I did was, and this is how it happened. I, what I did was I. I with always every show <laughs> and the mm. owner got mad at me but every show I would run I had my own group called Committed and at that time we sold about two or three thousand CDs and um, what I did was I would run you know when they're doing the, the, the final bow I would run outside of the um run outside of the show and catch people coming out and said, you know that girl that was singing Motherless Child? They'll say, yeah. I said, that's my sister. I'm selling my CDs for $10. <laughs> I, said, I was selling my CDs for $10 and and it actually worked. I would sell about I would make about three, 400 a night hey, doing that. Wow. Yeah, we made a lot of money because I just, I, I, I take about 200 CDs with me so uh, I'll just stand out in front of her. And so long story short, um, the owner was like, "Hey, man, we know what you're doing. You're going outside the show and you're selling things." He said, "And and at that time, the Tyler Perry show was over. This is a whole new show. It, this one had Ralph Transvit of New Edition. It has Music Soul Child. It had everybody: Clifton Powell, Jack A from Two Two Seven. Everybody. It was an all star cast. And." Long story short, I guess he was the owner was like, we know what you're doing. Give me one of them CDs. So Ralph Transit from New Edition was standing next to him. Music Soul Child was standing next to him. And I gave all four of them. I gave them and all their managers CDs. And they went and actually listened to the CDs that night. I, wow. and I didn't know what was going to I didn't know what was going to happen. And um, I didn't know what was going to happen. And the very next day, uh, Ralph Transit walked up to me and uh, said, hey, man, we love your CD. I said, y'all listen to it? I thought they was going to throw it in the trash or whatever. They said, we listened to it all night. I said, what? And then um, I was doing gospel at the time, not hip-hop, not Christian hip-hop yet. And um, Music Soul Child came right after Ralph and said, man, your music is so uh, good. And then... Right after them, they two, the owner of the play, the stage play, walked up to me and said, listen, we all was listening to your CD all last night and we loved it. So he said, instead of you selling your CDs um, in front of uh, instead of you selling CDs in front of the theater or after the theater, why don't you come on stage? We'll give you a seven minute slot. And and this is now you got to think these are this is. <laughs> This is no less than 3,000 people at the most 5,000 people a night. And he said, listen, I'm going to give you and your group, because I was just the leader of the group, but it was four of us. He said, I'm going to give you and your group an opportunity. We'll let you finish the California leg of the tour. So go home. He's in San Diego at the time. Uh, He said, go home and get your group, get them together, come back. We got about seven shows left. We'll let y'all do the whole West Coast. So I ran home, got the group together. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so happy. We got the group together. But, you know, I know it, it just wasn't my time because what happened was. What happened and, was. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was music so child. I don't know if y'all ever seen Friday and the dude Ezel Smokey. Smokey. That, right. but he, right. was a, he was in the play. He got into a fight with music Soul child. And because Music Soul Child, he was he always used to drink on behind stage, and they always used to tease him, call him a drunk. Anyway, right before we was about to go stage, my group was there. We're all in our little group outfits, and 
Music Soul Child and Rough Trumpet, uh, not Music Soul Child and uh, the dude from Smokey, they started fighting backstage. No they, way. Oh, they was getting it? Like, they, like they was a getting fist it? Fight. A fist fight. Come on, Eza. <laughs> yeah. This was five minutes before we was going on stage. So what happened is... It's, it's, it's a sad story, but it, it broke my heart because we were oh, ready. We was man. on stage. So five minutes before it was time for us to perform, he got into a fight. Uh, at the time, Music Soul Child was on Atlantic Records. And Atlantic Records said we just, they, he just left Def Jam and he went to Atlantic Records. And Atlantic Records called the the play director and said, he's gone. Pull him off right now. Oh, and the tour did. And that was it. So we didn't get a chance to perform, but all because of Smokey or Ezel, we didn't get a chance to perform. But you know, we almost got a chance to get our worldwide debut. So wow, but yeah. but a fist fight, yeah. So uh, I don't know if you want me to give you a little bit more or not, but no, um, I mean, so I'm sorry, LNF, you got you got to follow up. No, I do. I, I do. I do. I didn't want to. I didn't want to hold too much. Um, but I did. You know, because all right. So you you were an artist, and you mm-hmm. the only reason why why you got that opportunity is because of your hustle. So mm-hmm. can you speak on you know for artists like how important is the hustle is the grind in order to you know secure opportunities like that? Well, the the it's the it's a hundred percent of everything. If you do not hustle. You're not uh, you're not going to make it in this business. And most artists, it's sad because CHH creates a false narrative because every single person in this business, I know everybody. So everybody in this business, it it makes it seem like they just pray. Now, prayer works. Don't let me get that wrong. Prayer works. But they make it seem as that they prayed and the angel came. No, 90%, you know, nine, it's all hustle. It's all like from Lecrae, um, from Derek Minor, because, you know, Derek Minor is one of my good friends. And I know how he made the whole situation work. Every label, everything that's in CHH, 90%, they had to sacrifice. Like even just take for Lecrae. Lecrae. Uh, most people don't know he graduated college and when he graduated college uh, he was working this internship for this company and he was making good money so the, uh, he put out his first CD and the, the internship they gave him uh, a stipend because the company shut down they said listen you can come with us or you can do take the stipend. He took the stipend and he put oh. put it in his mind. All I gotta do is make three hundred dollars. He said, I do, "I've been doing more shows. All I gotta do is make three hundred dollars a week." He didn't have a wife and kids at the time. He said, "All I or I think he had his wife, but no kids." He said, "All I gotta do is make three hundred some dollars a week, and I'll be great." And that's how he started. But he hustled from that 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 little bit of money that he was making, and that's what became Reach Records. He took. The money he got mm-hmm. from that type and put that in and which now is reach records right. but that's what you have to I, it's sad when I, I do a lot of uh, artists hit me up and and then when you tell them what it takes they look at you like I'm not doing that <laughs> you know change their so, mind well that's why yeah, I, they, I, I, I well it just it just made sense I'm married I got young kids 
I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not doing this now. God, yeah. God used it in the season to be able to do speaking engagements and local shows and stuff like that. But there was never the thought that I would be touring like that. Like I, I mm-hmm. already knew. So it. It's it's the heart and soul of an artist. If you're going to succeed and be full time, you have to, you have to be ready to go on tour and put in a high level amount of work in all aspects of what the business is. And I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm actually um, getting through um, Lecrae's book, Unashamed, the first one, <laughs> so that I can make my way to restoration. <laughs> um, mm. But there, there's so much in there that just kind of opened my world view. Um, to to the experience behind and and all the kind of myths or uh, misconceptions about this space, right? Chh, and actually, this is this is dope that you brought this up because our very last the, the last episode we just recorded, which the video is going to be going live. Uh, well, by the time people see this one. It'll already be out there, the video. It's streaming already on all platforms, the audio version. But we interviewed Darius West. And Darius West was with the forerunners, Mike Pease, Steve Wiley, right? Stephen Wiley? Stephen Wiley, the originators. Um, And they talked about this kind of perspective and shift and and misconceptions and ideas. Um, So I'm glad you brought that up. It's not about that anyway. But we're talking about Andre Mm -hmm. O'Neill right now. So... (laughs) What was your transition from that to because you, you mentioned it? A lot of artists, um, you know, they come to you and they're like, they, they really don't understand what it takes to kind of go on tour and be successful as a full time artist, right? Uh, what was your transition phase from where you were at to now artists approaching you and you handling things? Like, I guess, what was your first your first start in our space? Well, from the, the gospel the, space, because you said you were in gospel before you really kind of got into CHA. I was re- bigger, way bigger than gospel because um, what I had resources in gospel because once again, my sister and my one of my sister's best friends back in the day was Tamala Mann. Mm. And when right when she just left, Tamara Land's been over our house and everything. And her ex boyfriend, I don't know if she's going to want me to tell this, but her ex boyfriend <laughs> before t- she. Um, he got married and she got married was Ty Trivet. So, oh, what? yeah, she was with she was with Ty Trivet for a year. I hope they don't get mad at me. They're recording. She was they're recording. With, she, yeah, between. she was no. with. <laughs> she was. She was. My sister was with Ty Trivet for years, and Ty Trivet used to call the house and hey, Lane is Ty again. You know, because we were all raised together. You ever so picked up my, the phone? Yeah, I used to talk to, talk to Ty all the time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what you want? You want to talk to my, my sister, bro? Right. <laughs> I, I actually used to do that. I'd be like, but he, he wasn't he wasn't not a recording artist. He didn't have a record deal at the time. Ah. So it would just be like, oh, it's Ty. You know, it was just but, Ty. Um, yeah. So the one thing that Tamla Man said, I, I asked her a question. I said, Tamla, uh, you know, to give me some advice um, on on the music and what Tamla said. She said, oh, we she said, I'm going to tell you this. We haven't been home in three months. Her and her husband, they were on tour. They not three months straight. They were on the road, and um, she said, "I haven't." And they had two kids. Wow. And their kids was with their mother or wherever the kids were. And I said, "You haven't been home in three months." She said, "No." I said, "How do you handle that?" She said, "She stopped me. This was over twenty years ago." She said, "Listen, Andre, if you do not want this, if you're not willing to be gone, do not do it." Give wow. up and stop right now. 
that change, I was 18 years old. I'll never forget it. She stopped me. She said, if this is not something you want, leave now. And most people don't understand. The Bible says count up the cost. Absolutely. Right. Count up the cost. Most artists do not understand. They do they want to be Lecrae. They want to be whoever. They want to be this person, but they don't want to count up the cost. It's it's. There's a video I watched last week, and it's with the woman who actually got no limit the deal, cash money the deal. I forgot her name. I think it's Kim something. Uh, but I was watching her video, and in the world, in the world, not in the Christian world. It's different in the Christian world, but in the world. They ask her, how can I break into the music industry? She tells every single artist that comes to her, if you do not have $150,000, you're wasting your time. Mm. What? Like, uh, like, Like you just have it? Like have it? You gotta have, she said, your beginning budget to break through in the secular realm it's a hundred and fifty thousand. They asked uh, Q of uh, 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 quality control. They asked him last week. I mean, last year, twenty twenty. How do you get a number one? He said you can pay for a number one album. I mean, single for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. A single. He said it. <laughs> a a I single. Don't want to go there. But yeah, yeah. He said two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Well, you can get you a number one single. This is what he wasn't supposed to say that because it's actually payola. You pay this DJ, you pay that, you pay this, pay that. But <laughs> he was pretty much saying all the people you have to pay for them to make sure your song hit number one. I heard a gospel artist tell me the same thing. They said this is how much it's going to cost you. Oh, they doing it. That's oh yeah, show. yeah. It, it still has. They doing it. Yeah. The show. So if you've been around the, any amount the, of time, you know it. it Sometimes yeah. you gotta pay, you gotta pay to play. You got to pay. But see, here's the thing: there's nobody teaching CHH artists this. Mm. They make it seem like they get up there, they put on a tight beat, a, a nice rap, and that's it. The last that's it. Not even the get, we, not even get your streaming numbers up and they, that. Well, they, like not they even they that part. Because <laughs> that's they, a misconception too that you got great yeah. streaming numbers and you made yeah. it. No, 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 you no. Sell no. Out a show. It, you got to do a lot. The last invasion tour that we just did cost me fifty thousand on my pocket. Whoo. fifty thousand. That's how much I spent on the last invasion tour three six months ago. And that's that's the, in you know we scaled through, but it costs. That's how much it costs to put on a tour of that size. Fifty thousand dollars. This one's probably going to cost more. Right. So most people don't know the ins and outs, and they don't understand why everybody don't tour, and they don't understand these type of things. They think I'm gonna just rap, and that's somebody needs to teach music literacy so in the world secular world they teach music literacy saying this is what you Blueface baby did an interview and he said i paid to do on stage i paid for the radio i paid for this and and then when you try to because the higher ups and chh do not teach music i i never forget when um i talked to Derek minor I called him, uh, called him a few years ago, and I was feeling so bad because I was like, "Man, we had a project. We spent thirty thousand dollars." I don't know. He, he he won't get mad at me for saying this, but I said, "Man, I spent thirty thousand dollars." He said, "Andre, that ain't nothing." He said, "My budget for my next album is seventy thousand for mm-hmm. one project." Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, Derek, the homie, by the way, he should be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He told me to my face, seventy thousand. I'm going to spend seventy thousand dollars. They don't teach this. 
CHH has to create a, a, a music liter, uh, literacy where people will see that there's more to just coming on stage. Let me open up for you at this concert. Mm-hmm. Let, can I? Can I? Can give you 15 minute slot? They think somebody in the crowd is going to be a major record label that's just going <laughs> to say, "I heard you on the stage and come on with me." Doesn't work. Come on down. Damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw you at end of the week and you performed one song and you were amazing. Right. That's it. Here you hey, go. That don't happen no more. Here's a bag. No. It used to happen. It, it's those days are over. A record label won't even talk to you unless you have so many streams, so right. many things, and they, they won't even, you're not even in the conversation. And if, if the first thing they do is they're going to look at your numbers. How's your numbers look? And if your oh. numbers don't look good, then they're going to walk away. Wow. Man. Real quick, um, I was listening to a uh, an interview with Jill Scott, and she was talking about she was on tour for two years, talking about counting the cost for two years straight, and she she was dead when she got home, basically. Jeez, mm. um, man. So so how long is the tour? Because I know the Invasion tour, uh, and I'm talking about the one uh, the one that's led by I guess Miles Minnick right now. How long mm-hmm. has it been going on, and how long uh, how much more of a you know do you have to go? Uh, well. I'm praying because I told everybody I'm going to turn it over to somebody else after this one. It's been going on for 15 years and okay. it's it started off. The first person I had was V Rose. Wow. And I texted her last last week. V Rose. And, and, and once again, the touring started. I should, I was supposed to answer that question. It touring started off in 2006. That was the first invasion tour. It was called passion tour back that back in those days. It was wow. used to be me. Yeah, me. I didn't even know about and- CHH in 2000. I just got saved December of, of two, <laughs> yeah, 2006. Wow. <laughs> wow, yeah, we've been going for a long. 2006, it was V Rose, me, and I don't know if y'all know heard of Q Him the Redeem. He had a song called Jesus or Not. Uh, he used to be with Bizzle and Hog Mob and all Jesus that. Or not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, it was just us three. Uh, my group and then long story short V Rose was 16 at the time where I met her and I I was like well I just got up doing the tour with my old being with my sister and I said well I can put my own tour on and that was in 2006 and I, I put it together and called the church I would sit at home all day calling churches can we come can we come no 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 and I would get about 500 no's <laughs> and I will get like six yes and then we'll just go with the six yes and uh, we'll wow. uh, us V-Rose Q-Heem Spec Spec was there too and uh, we'll just hit the road and we'll just, we did that every single year and matter of fact one of the first people that was on the third year most people don't know this is and this is when I started learning about the industry um, the Third year we had Andy Minio and Show Baraka. Mm. So, so it was it was it was yeah that was our third tour. At the time he was not called Andy Minio he was called Sea Light. Yeah, Sea Light. Remember? Do you remember Sea <laughs> oh, Light? Yes. yes, I do. Yeah. Formerly known is still one of my favorite albums, probably all time. Formerly known, yeah. I and here's a, here's the thing. If you ever ask him, he'll tell you. I was there and helped me and Q Heem was there and helped pick out that album cover for Formerly Known. I was there when he I was he was in my 
backseat of my car when formerly known he got the food. He said, what do y'all think? He was wearing clothes that was too big? <laughs> nah, he was he was cool back then. He was really cool. You know, he really a hip hip hop head for reals. All he was doing back there is rapping in the back seat. But he showed me the picture. He said, "This is my new CD." And, he, and then he told me, he said, "You know, we I'm about to sign the reach." He wasn't rich reach. He said okay, his um, right his his um his uh actually his manager was called David Ham. Uh, David Ham. Yeah. You remember David Ham? Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, he said, uh, I'm, we're about to sign the reach. So y'all lock us in right now as many shows as you can, because once we sign the reach, it's out of here. Yeah, it's a wrap. Matter of fact, here's here's a here's a here's a cover of that right there. You right. see? Wow. Okay, yeah, I seen that. yeah me, I'm right here. Oh, I messed up. I was right there, <laughs> and then there up. was. Uh, <laughs> where was it at? Yeah, it was me, Show Baraka, and Andy Minio. And it was in, in like and he t- he actually he changed his name. He changed his name from C Light to Andy on the Invasion Tour. Oh Ooh. wow. Yeah. That, yeah. What, yeah. What he just it, went live, he said, Hey guys, I'm not gonna be C Light no more. Like how did that happen? Well, that's it. See how it says C Light right there? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we wow. see like Shobaraka any minute. So and so while we was on the tour, he said, "Hey, y'all got to take my name." I said, "Why you? T- why well, you're Sea Light?" And he was like, "No, I'm about to change my name to Animino to my government name." So he's like, "In between the tour, can y'all switch it from Sea Light to Animino?" Wow, who's on the bottom of that flyer? Um, let me see. <laughs> yeah, on the bottom of that the flyer, like right here for a second. <laughs> It's Shobaraka, and we had Qheen, and you know who else was there? Um, uh, Million that used to be with Kenton Jones. Wow, Million is an OG. He's an OG. Yeah, so we in my book. I've, we, in the in the in the history of Vegas tour, we have had over we had MC Jin, uh, Heeson Lee. Uh, we had uh, Alex Five. Faith, and wow. we had everybody. We've mm-hmm. had over sixty CHH artists on the um, duration of the Invasion uh, Tour. Man, maybe maybe more, maybe more. So, man, I guess so. Fast forward now. We got about ten minutes, right? We got ten minutes. Fast forward. We got we got fifteen. We got fifteen. Bam! Go. Praise God. Take yeah. it. Oh, oh yes, fifteen. I had set it for ten. Well, I mean, for Thank five you. minutes less, just so I know. All right, I, y'all appreciate it. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, I be knowing I'm in ministry too. So, <laughs> oh, fast forwarding to 2021, right? Mm-hmm. What is it mm-hmm. like for you now to work with? Uh, you know, just 15 years is a long time in a genre, mm-hmm. right? A subgenre um, to be kind of in a subculture of of artistry and industry. What is it like now, 2021, working with the artists of 2021, like this this day and age um, compared to before? What are some of the different transitions you've seen? And I guess what would be the, the advice that you would give to artists that really have the not only the heart, but they have the the zeal to actually put the work in and be independent artists like for real, for real? What would be your your take? Well, I, shout out to Stephen Malcolm. Shout, I was losing faith in, in CHH artists for a while. Shout out to CH, Stephen Malcolm. Stephen Malcolm is the one who turned the Invasion Tour all around. He is the most humble. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the most humble. Yeah. he. It, there's nobody I've met in years. Um, Art Collins and 
Steve and Malcolm are top of the line of of integrity, the word of integrity. So he came on and he was a big artist at the time in the CHH world, CHH world. And he came in humble wherever we stayed is where we stayed. So I'm just going to tell if, if I was giving advice is it, is you have to decide like if you Kobe Bryant, take Kobe Bryant an RIP to Kobe Bryant. If you take Kobe Bryant every single morning, he got up at 4 a.m. to practice. Every day, 4 a.m., he would go to his gym in his house and practice. Then he would go to his basketball practice, regular practice. Then he would practice before the game and then be still up after the game. So the the thing is, is, is your dedication to what you do is got to be top, top. Uh, it's second to none. Your dedication. You have to know if you are dedicated to this. If you're not dedicated to this, then you... My job that I have, the job that I work, my nine to five, is built around the agent tour. I took the job that will allow me to tour. I can make more money here where I am, where I live. I drive... I I drove today from work to home two two hours and 20 minutes. Whoa. I, that's how far my job is from my house. It's two hours. It's over 200 miles to my job. Jeez. But I do it. This is the dedication. I did. I do it. I work there three days a week. Um, um, but I make decent money. But I did, do, did that. I took that job because it's a job where I can pick my schedule. Where if I want to be on tour for a month, I can tell them I'm not coming for a month. Mm. Wow. So... It's not just based off the vegetarian, but it's based off my church, too. So I'm dedicated to the ministry to the point where I took a job where it takes me where I I will get out of Bible study. Right. I will get out of Bible study at eight o'clock here in Phoenix and drive to almost 12 o'clock at night to be there to get ready to go to work the next day. Did that for six months straight this year. So. If you're not dedicated, because when you go into the world system, and I've seen this from my sister, and I, I have a lot of famous friends and stuff. If you're not dedicated like that, and this is the thing that uh, CHH don't understand, people like Brian Trejo is gone at least four to five days every week. He's away yeah. from his wife and kids four to five days every week. Every week, he's only home for two days, two three days at three days at the most. Every week for the last seven years. Wow! So and you got to understand. And, huh? Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and, and Brian Trejo will sell out a venue. He will sell out a venue, and his yes. fans are loyal, and they different. <laughs> Absolutely, they are loyal and different. But see, that's the thing. He's dedicated. His wife got tired so she used to tour with him everywhere but she stopped about three years ago i believe because it was just so much on her as a mother Mm. and you know you got kids babies but he still gets on the road every wednesday or thursday he's on and he's on the road every wednesday and thursday until friday i mean till sunday wow which which makes so much sense when you look at a seven of hog hog mob right um yeah such a huge immense like his whole his just his catalog alone his contribution to the space and his heart for ministry right real on Mm -hmm. the street ministry is 
exceptional, uh, bar none, right? Um, yes, but sir. When he made the decision and said, "I'm just, I'm not going on tour anymore, right? I'm not doing music at this capacity mm-hmm. anymore," and people just took that as I'm retiring, mm-hmm. period, from ministry. No, that's not what he said, and lost mm-hmm. a lot of backing, right? The Patreon, um, like, was dropped by half or more, right? Um, just lost support, mm-hmm. but just, just the perspective that you just gave, I could just only imagine. And then some of the stories, like this man would go, he would sleep in the van and just be on tour months upon months at a time and his heart in mm-hmm. putting it to rest putting the, the touring to rest was so that he can spend time with his son and with his family See, and, I and, got a secret for you and built stuff for ministry yeah go ahead I got a secret for you and if Seven you hear this put your fingers in your ear don't, don't, don't hear it I was with <laughs> Seven and uh, yeah, I hope he don't get mad but he'll be okay we're friends I've known Seven since he was 17 years old wow and, most people don't know this is seven got married years ago he got married years ago long time ago when we was on tour in 2010 i was his opening night i was his opening at on the first i was trying to find the flyer i was his opening act on the first ever hog mop tour ever mm. 30 cities we i was of open i'm on the actual flyer with hog mop 30 and, cities geez. um yeah, we did 30 cities. And when I talked to Seven, I said, hey, Seven. And he just got married. He was a newlywed. He he was a newlywed. And um, he said, man, I, we was talking on the, the, the van one time. Because we toured in my van, my church van. And we was talking. And Seven said, man, I haven't been home in four months. He said, I haven't been home in four months. And that put a strain on his relationship. His marriage. So he lost his first marriage. Most people don't know this. He lost his first marriage. He did it again recently. So, and I hope he don't kill me for saying this. That wasn't the reason. He So he wanted to give this one a chance. He sacrificed for the gospel from the time he was 16 years old. And he, I think seven is 40 now. He's either 39 or 40. And he sacrificed and gave his life for over 20 something years and this time he wanted to give his all to his 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 wife and his marriage so he said i sacrificed for y'all now let me sacrifice for my own marriage my own family so I, i i commend him for that because i was with him where he was struggling on the road because he's like man my my he was battling between his being a newlywed, but he had to carry the gospel. So God, God blessed seven because God, he, he sacrificed for God in those days. And now God blessed him with a new thing where he's able to be free to worship God in that new thing. Amen. Praise God. And then what, what he's established as well. I mean, the Hogmaw Ministries, the, the different houses, they have four, about four homes now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I support their ministry um, and then looking to tap in with them. They just made the announcement that the Hogmaw is going on tour again. I didn't even know they stopped. Yeah. Uh, stop the tour it's like they go, we're going on tour again if you want to book us email this i was like what y'all stopped because mm-hmm. it's like it's non-stop with them and, and zadok he's is a really back. good homie he's coming he's coming back y'all get ready seven gonna be back oh he's gonna come back really soon i'm like waiting for that what yeah he's gonna he's gonna come back i, now, I haven't talked know. to him but I've, I've known seven i have literally known seven for over 20 years i literally been to his house and everything so 
he I know me knowing seven for all this time, he's gonna be back. Dre, I, and he's gonna come back for it. I know I know you said you looking to pass the mental of, of invasion tour, but mm-hmm. w- when that happened, we gonna have to talk, bro. <laughs> We're going to have to talk. LNF, go ahead, bro. Uh, Seven is my um, number one artist of all time. All time. Seven Seven is my favorite artist. That's my my boy. All time. And he's authentic. I'm going to tell you, what you see is what he really is. Seven, you know, I got a special part for Seven because um, I'm the first person who booked the, um, the God Over Money tour. And Seven called me. He called me. He said, Andre, um, can you bring the God Over Money tour and do like some shows on the West Coast? I said, yeah. And I made some calls. Me, Seven, we was on a three-way call. And I booked it. Seven, one thing I respect about Seven is Seven called me. He seen we was doing a Vagin tour in 2017 with uh, who was on it? Dayton. It was a few other people. Dayton, Queen. It was Hillary Jane and, and a few other people. And i never forget they said, Seven, somebody called me from the bear. Seven's looking for you. I said, why is Seven looking for me? And you, sometimes you don't want Seven to be looking for you because sometimes it's not a good conversation. But they, he called. He, some, I said, well, give him my number. If he's looking for him, give him my number. He called me. He said, hey, man, I see what you're doing. I said, uh, with the Vagin tour. I said, oh, okay. He said, I want to bring it. I said, you want to what? He said, I want to bring it to Sacramento. And I was like, all right. I said, what you, you got a pastor? He said, no, me. He said, I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for everybody on the tour. I'm going to book the show and I'm going to make it free. Mm-hmm. And Seven booked the entire Vagin tour, got the venue and paid for everything. Didn't even perform. He was backstage with us. Never came out. Didn't wow. let nobody know he paid for everything and took money out of his own personal pocket. He said, man, you blessed me when we did the invasion, uh, the uh, the God Over Money tour, because he was booking the God Over Money tour. He said, you blessed me and I want to bless you. And he took the $1,500 out of his pocket, put it in my hand and blessed me and paid for it. Didn't want no money, didn't sell no tickets. That's I respect Seven. He's a real one, you know. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people, you would do stuff for them and they'll act like you ain't done nothing. So, Seven, he did, he was a real one for that. Yo, yeah. so, man, so this is kind of going into the area that <laughs> the reason why we even met up um, online, right, on that Facebook thread, um, talking about the 2020 Summerfest and why artists aren't weren't supporting. Now you're seeing more videos coming out and, and promotion, but at that time it was like nothing. It was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and this we're talking about maybe a month ago, um, but let me let me ask you, man, because to me at least, I don't know if this is actually true because you're you're an actual promoter. We mm-hmm. we put on like one show, but mm-hmm. it really feels like there is a lid on CHH when it comes to shows, and it it, it feels like you most most shows at least, and this may be the promoter to blame, maybe fans, I don't know what it is, but most shows cap out at like 40, 50 mm-hmm. people. Yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. like, wh- why do we have this lid when we have great music? We have great artists. Why do we have this lid on, you know, and this cap on CHH when it comes to live shows? It's artists' faults. It's every artist's fault. Art CHH. See, you got a difference between CHH, CHH, um, and we got to do a part two on this because I, I want to talk. I really want to oh, go into depth on this. Okay. We got to do a part two on this Get topic right here. Give us a tease. Okay. Here's the problem, and this is the number one thing that God showed me the, the problem with CHH. 
in the world, they concentrate on their fans. In CHH, they concentrate on each other artists. CHH don't artists do not care, do not focus. I'll say focus. Oh, Miles is the only one. That's why Miles is doing so good. CHH artists care too much what other CH artists think. They're not concentrated. So they don't want to post anything on their page when it'll make other artists look like, oh, he's promoting. But that's the most ignorant thinking in the world because you got artists like Little Boosie, Just Hilarious. You got 50. 50 Cent got 20 million, 25 million followers. And he'll say, hey, I'm at such and such club this week and I'm going to be doing bottles this week. And I, when you go in the world, they let you know a, a country rain. I'm going to be here at the improv. Blah, 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 blah. CHH artists will not market because they're too concentrated on other artists. And I heard the artist say this a long time ago and I didn't. He said, man, y'all are, y'all are concentrating on each other. And I bet on millions and two bus, Vegetoria has least done, sometimes we do two a year. So we have least done about 15, 20 um, Vegetors. And every last one of them was in CHH artists on another CHH artist page, paying attention to what they're doing, concentrating on what they're doing. So oh. the reason why there's only, uh, it caps off around 50 is because. The artists, the CHH artists, and this is why, matter of fact, I seen earlier today, I seen a video with Ruslan and Shobaraka, and Shobaraka said he made a mistake by leaving Reach. And um, I knew it. I, it, it broke my heart because I've been studying this for so long because that flyer that I showed with Shobaraka and, and Andy Minio, he announced, he announced that he was leaving Reach Records Two weeks before our tour, Invasion Tour. Wow. And I knew nobody was going to come. I knew nobody was going to come. Because and I, I said, oh, Lord. I called one of my friends. I said, oh, man, the shows is going to be empty. And the show we did in L.A., Show Baraka and, and Andy Minio. And this is at the height of Show Baraka's career. It was 30 people. Then we went to the Oakland. It was like 70 people. It was nobody there. And and we had this big old 700-seat theater with about 40, 50, 60 people. Wow. And it was because of... And I, I've been selling this art. I said that was the biggest mistake he did was walk away. Because they don't understand that it's the higher-ups. They're not, they're not training their artists that... When a venue, a church, or anybody brings you out, they're taking money out of their church account or their personal account to bless you. It's a partnership. It's a partnership. Coca-Cola promotes, uh, you know, uh, sponsors their thing on a TV show, Martin, or whatever TV show. They put their commercials on there. And then it's a vice versa. You're supposed to be helping each other. And if the RCHH artist said, listen, forget what these other CHH fans, let me help the person who's helping me. If you take $2,500 out of your pocket, give a hotels, uh, plane tickets, venues, promotion, or $3,000, $4,000, I need to be concentrating on you. See, Brian Trejo is the biggest booked artist in CHH history because he concentrates on the people that brings him. And he makes sure that financially that you're not going to lose. Uh, Brian Trejo came out here last year for the Vagin Tour, and I, I said, man, don't promote no more. He said, why? I said, we're sold out. 
He said, I'm going to share it again. Uh, he said, I'm going to share it anyway. I said, please don't share it. We are already over please, capacity. We can't, we can't sell we no can't more handle. I literally begged him, don't share it no more. He said, I'm doing And he shared it three more times. And we had to turn away 100 people. But what he does is he concentrates on the uh, the people who brings him is the most important people. He's saying y'all are taking out of your pocket. And a lot of these artists who get wow. signed to these major labels do not never went through the process. There used to be something that Craig did that I really respect. He used to have a something called discipleship. And in his early Reach Records, he Cannon lived with him. Um, KB lived with him. Uh, the uh, Triple E lived with him, and they would be discipled. They would have a pastor, John Piper, or whoever that would disciple them, sit them down, and say, "This is what." It. Now they see a dope rapper, people sign him, and never disciple them. They never get artist development, and they think in their mind, "This is be- what my doing is." No, it's that machine that's behind you. Reach Record is a machine. Reach Record don't need the artists. They, Andy Mineo, Lecrae made. There's probably maybe a few of them, but it's a machine. It's not the artist. It's the machine right. behind it. Absolutely. And what happens is they're thinking that this machine, this is me. And when they leave Reach, then they a lot of these artists leave these labels. They you never hear about them no more. But they need to be sat down. We need a conference where all each artist needs to come. We need to be sat down and say, listen, take care. Of, this is why the Beijing tour is the longest running CHH uh, tour in music. I take care of the people who bring me. I make sure, hey, what do you need? What can we do? How can we make this happen? And then I... I Miles, I need you to share it. Uh, Hovey, can you share it for me? I, 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 I argue with their management. I argue with their labels. Make them share it. I fight with them to share it. I argue with them because I believe you got to take care of the people that brings you. Absolutely. You have to take care of them. Man, you just answered an yeah. uh, internal burning desire question I had. Ooh. It's like, why is this such a... You're performing here and we're booking you. Can you post it on your page? Why is it pulling teeth? But we breaking the mold, it's right, good. Andre? We breaking the mold. We gonna break. We gonna break the mold. And, I, and, and like I said, I, I you know, I, I used to be the big bad wolf for CHX. Most people, the, a lot of artists, <laughs> did not like me, and I got into it with a lot of artists because I sit them down and I tell them you're wrong, you know. And I, and I do it every single time. It, we have to take care of the people. You, it's your listen. And this, I tell artists all this time. They're coming to see you. They're not coming to see me. They they're coming to your page. Your fans who love your music want to see you. If one K few artists want to see where he's at, they uh, Miles Minnick or what they want to see you. It, it you are actually saying you. I want y'all to come see me. And this, here's the craziest misconception about all this. When here's is when they the artist promotes the every event. Fans come, they buy merch, they buy CDs, they buy T-shirts. You make more money for your family. So a lot of these CHR artists don't even understand. They're so selfish about their image that they take money out of their family's pocket. You're taking when you don't tell people to come. You're yeah. saying I don't care about my kids. You're really saying, wife, I don't care if you, but I don't care if we can't pay the bills this month. Because you got five thousand dollars worth of merch, but there's forty people in the crowd. <laughs> mm, we seen you're, we seen you're, the, you're, the you're, results of those. 
We've seen some right. results. And then they say it's, it's the promoter. No, it's, it has nothing to do with the promoter. It's the see when in the world I'm in the world they stalk the baby. They stalk little baby. So anything that has anything to do with love baby, the baby, whatever baby, they go on the page. <laughs> you know. They go on the page, they look up where he's going to be, where she's going to be, where they're going to be, and they study that. They don't do that in Christmas music. We're taught to be humble. We're taught to not glorify. We're taught not to... So, since we're taught not to glorify, magnify, the artists have to say, listen, it's okay. Here where I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to do. This is what, what I'm going to... Little Baby and them don't have to promote because they got stalkers. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. They literally got stalkers. Wow. And I, I, we, I just one day I pray and Lecrae or all the heads of CHH can sit all their artists down and say, you have to take care of the people who are bring. This is why people bring pastors, pastors who 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 come and they'll book Noel Jones because Noel Jones is going to let you used to watch Word Network or TBN. I'm going to be at such and such church on the 25th or 15th. They right. let people know all month. TBN, they let people know all month where they're going to be. Absolutely. And that's why the pastors say, man. And that's why when you see Noah Jones or TDJ, it's packed because they're saying, come see me. We're not here to be prima donnas. Which is one of the We're things. We're here to make that. Which is where I absolutely love Miles Minnick. He's in your face all the time. Is in your yes. face. You know where he's at. Be engaged with his content. Always. You want to watch his full stories. This man to have 30 clips in his stories per day. <laughs> and yeah. you want to follow. You desire. I've been deemed Gloney Stark today. No, he's. My, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me put my Edith shades on real quick. Oh, wow. Gloney Stark. <laughs> right. hey, hey, Miles is the definition of how we're supposed to do it. I tell everybody about Miles. Every artist I tell, I say, be like Miles. Miles is the definition of what every artist is supposed to be. He's and, supposed and, to engage with his people. And this is this is not a flex, but mm-hmm. Miles makes him cares about the people they say, I have this man's number he gave me his number yeah. like maybe the, the first time I'm yes connected and he's always been about whatever you guys got uh send me the clips of the footage of, of our interview I'm gonna post it I'm gonna use yes. this he, he I, he's used a clip uh from a previous interview we did with him and where prophesied we asked him the question who would you like to work with and one one of the people on his top list okay few then all of a sudden wow. Pluto came out <laughs> yeah, Pluto came out he's like amazing. a year later. Yeah, he's amazing. Yes, he's amazing. Um, we gotta do a part two. Yeah, uh, we got. We I got one minute. We gotta do a part two. Y'all, let me know when y'all want to do a part two because I want to break all this down. I want to break all this down. I got so much more and so much more information that is it's amazing. But it, we gotta break this down. We gotta break this. Down. Look, but look, so just gonna, let me know. We we gonna do. You coming in hot, bro. You you got it. You got it, man. We got to do a part two, and these artists need to hear this, bro. So, um, Andre, man, real quick, tell us, uh, tell all the people where they can find you and uh, when they can get tickets for the invasion tour. You can get the tickets from the invasion tour. We're gonna be in New York with the with Prophet Link. <laughs> we are. Uh, 
<laughs> in the Bronx. We're going to be in the Bronx. Um, the, the tickets, you can get them at The Invasion Tour 2021. No, excuse me. The Invasion Tour.com. My Instagram is Invasion Tour 2021. And go on there and get you can get the link. If you can't remember the Invasion Tour.com, Invasion Tour 2021. Uh, and the link is in my bio. And we can go. There you me. go. There you go. And uh, man, I'm so hyped. I got my outfit ready. I got oh, my yeah for August 22nd. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's gonna go. I'm telling you, they're gonna t- we gonna turn up. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be and good. We have- and yes. you guys, by the time you guys see this episode, uh, you would have already known we have a special, another special guest that we just confirmed and yeah. added. And talk. This person is coming on their own dime to show love. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. And, that's what I'm talking and about. Celebrate birthday, which is the 22nd. Wow. That's the only hint y'all get. Wow. Okay, can't, can't <laughs> wait. <announcement. laughs> can't wait. Oh. Hey, Andre, so to be continued, yep. go ahead, go yes, ahead, sir. No, I was just going to bless him in the name of the Lord. I pray traveling mercies yes. for where you're going and Man. that the word of God pours out of you and that you minister with excellence Thank you, but also ministers to you as you give out and pour out. LNF closes out for part one. Amen. For part one, this is to be continued with Andre O'Neill, man. You listen yes. to the Missing Link podcast. We out of here. All right, see y'all later. I'm about to step in the ring for the fight of my life. Hit my knees and I strap on my gloves. Boy, I've been prepping since like I was seven. And thing is, I'm already covered in blood. Walking in love. It's for the ones who've been stuck in the mud. Searching for hope. Trust me, I know what it feel like to drown in my promise. But God came and threw me the rope. Can't wait to look in his eyes. All of my life, I've been battling lies. I found the truth and took off my disguise. Come for my head, I still live for the prize. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was in the city going down, trying to blow. Everything changed when I learned to let it go. Hopping on stage, I ain't in the for the show, only got one life, so I gotta let them know. Talk about real. I seen a man's whole bad hill. I seen a woman drooling out the mouth. I seen the demons in the casket out. I seen my brother throw his hoe, vaping the lace. He smooth healed from the dark. I seen the spirit change my own heart. Can't tell it all, but this a good start. Artist that I listen to is Elvis. Think about my life and I don't wanna die selfish. Living helpless like no one else is enough for me. Wanna walk with God, you gotta walk with some good company. Not the ones that build your company. Reach don't come for me. I found a real good thing, not just when I feel good thing. Yeah, it's spirit in me when I'm living out my day. Yeah. Help me see it when I'm going my own way. Yeah. I got love for the cane, love for the game, love for my father. You can take everything, even the pain works for your honor. But you write it for me Lord, please remind me That it's all for your glory It's all for your glory, 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 glory It's all for your glory, 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 glory Glory to God